Star Wars session. Extra, extra, extra. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy, he's had a haircut, it's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, how you doing mate? Yeah, not too bad. Oh, sorry, I should say oi oi savaloi. They, I nearly went, I nearly Customs. forgot my own line, mate. Um, yeah, not, not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, how are you? Are you dandy? Are you good? <sighs> I am doing all right, mate. It's getting a little bit cramped in here, but I don't mind that because, you know, you know, mm. here at Sessions HQ, we love a party. Mm, we do. We certainly love an after party. We also love good company. And tonight, mate, we are happy to say we've got the latter to discuss the former. We're going to be joined tonight by Darth Fluff himself, Martin Keeler, horror (laughs) movie writer, director, producer extraordinaire, Jed Shepard, and the wonderful bass player from the Ace Northern Irish rock band Ash, Mark Hamilton. What did the three of them have in common? They all love Star Wars. Gentlemen, thank you all for coming on to the session tonight. How are we? Doing good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All good here. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to us um i've heard that you three in particular um have been a bit naughty lately and you've organized a very 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 cheeky event for star wars celebration europe 2023 which is of course coming back to london um but you've been naughty before you guys have organized what was it canteen hashtag cantina Um, back in 2016, do you want to just briefly, just briefly tell us what Cantina 2016 was and why you are bringing it back for London 2023? Who wants to answer that first? I'll start, but feel free to jump in guys. So, uh, Cantina 2016, that was, uh, something that, uh, me and Martin put together almost, like spur of the moment almost because we we didn't really know what we were doing to be quite honest we were just like oh we want to put something mine was just like no one does after parties after celebration it's it's nuts like why isn't anyone doing it because you know in america they do it and and when you get kicked out of the convention place at like six o'clock or seven o'clock or whatever like you have all these people wondering what to do next and so martin brought that to to me and and, and mark and obviously um and i'd put on some 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 kind of uh tent pole gigs for ash in the past as well ash 20 yeah. the 20th anniversary of ash and uh, always worked with him on, on a bunch of things so it just all kind of came together really organically and uh and yeah we put it on without really knowing what we were doing and it turned out to be one of the most fantastic nights <laughs> i've had and uh and basically just to just to put into a nutshell it's a a star wars concert for star wars fans um and it is Music, cocktails, entertainment, mm. and uh, you know, once in a lifetime moments that you will you'll be sick if you if if you miss it. Um, <laughs> and people are still talking about the 2016 Cantina because um, it was just a, a thing after thing after thing that was just just if you weren't there, you'd be so so jealous. So um, we've tried to put it on ever since, uh, but we we thought that that 
the best way to do this is back in London, home yeah. turf. And uh, yeah, we can do it again. But this time, we're aiming higher because now we know how to do it. Now we know yeah. exactly how to do it. So <laughs> this is the first time we've done Cantina and we actually know what we're doing. And this time, Mark is fully involved in, um, in, in bringing this to life again. So do you remember, Jed, when we went in, because we did it at the Brooklyn Bowl at the O2 yeah. the first time, and wow. there was this moment where you know, we thought they're vetting us because we've got no track record of doing this before, and they called us back, didn't they, for a meeting where we were, quote, going to meet the big boss, and we thought this was where they are going to say, nice idea, guys, but you know, this isn't about mm. fan events. This, you know, We're a proper business. And so Jed and I were kind of ready to sort of say, no, this is why you've got to do it. We were ready with the big sell. And it actually turned out they brought us back to meet the big, big boss because they couldn't believe what we were proposing. Yeah. And the, the guy we were dealing with wanted to sort of say, guess what we've got? We've got mm. Ash playing at a Star Wars yeah. party. <laughs> so we suddenly realized it wasn't like us going, please let us do it. It was kind of them going, yeah, you've got to do it here. Please do it here. Please do it. I'm like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do we that. Know, we know Ash have a bit of a background in Star Wars, and I know we're going to mention that. But I'm looking at I – know, I know you guys – You've all got. You've all come from different um, industries. You've got different careers. How did how did you all come together to create hashtag Canteen in twenty sixteen? How did that come about? Was it one night in a pub after a few beers, or was it backstage at a gig or something? Mark, uh, do you want to? <laughs> yeah, Mark, do you, <laughs> you take that you, one? No, you're better at starting this one because it's like are you. Well, actually, let me think. So the origin story, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've known Jed for about what 20, 25 years. Probably about that long. Um, since we were kids, basically. <laughs> since I started, since I started coming over and doing shows in in London, I guess Jed was like one of like regular fans who would turn up at shows, and we just started. You know, I, we just got to know each other and hang out and become friends, basically. And over the years, Jed actually wrote a horror movie script for a, a sort of like a, a slasher movie, which we made on the on the road called Slash. And and we were always just up there, like, and we we held like a some sort of like silly events in, in London with like before the before social media we had like message boards and we get like message board mm-hmm. kids together and we had an event called Jack Ash which was like ripping <laughs> off Jack Ass and, and just doing just doing like just like stupid stuff. And so I guess I'll get us arrested now Mark by the way after the doing stuff we did there. Oh yeah we get cancelled now yeah. But um, <laughs> but so like years later and Martin came to like I think the, the event that Jed put on the Ash 20 show, which was like our 20th anniversary, like all day event kind of gig yeah. we did. And they got talking. And then a few years down the line, it was like celebration 2016. And that's whenever the first campaign happened. I'm sure there's more to this. Like how, basically how Jed and Martin kind of met was more sort of like, like how they got into doing, wanting to do the show. Yeah. Well, it was, um, so, so yeah, Martin came to the Ash 20 show and like he, uh, he'd been mentioning, he, he obviously was a big Ash fan and stuff. And he, um, we all have similar tastes as well. That, that's the thing, just a group of people with similar sensibilities, similar tastes. And, uh, well, yeah, when Martin brought to us the fact that this is a untapped area of, of uh conventions in general but specifically star wars celebration it was it was just it was obvious it was like why hasn't anyone done this before and and yeah. people are trying but like no one has really done it the way we did it in 2016 mm. like not even not even close because we felt there were no rules we we just did what we liked and what what we find fun 
and um, everyone else just completely agreed. And um, if you speak to anyone who was there on that night, they the look of wonder in their faces because, like, <laughs> it, it was it, it was it, it's more than just a gig. It's more than just a place for. Uh, people to to gather together and have a drink because you're Star Wars fans. This is an experience, um, and um, yeah, and we're, we're trying we're trying to outdo ourselves this year as well. So nice. we're taking the template that we formed in 2016, and we're adding loads and loads of things on top of it. So if you if, I think one if, thing that we haven't mentioned, yeah. sorry, one of the things that Jed is really great at doing is writing and sort of coming up with stories and stuff. So like part of the show is not just like the gig itself, but like. There is a sort of a, a, there's a narrative which goes through the night and um, using the big using the big uh, screens and, and visuals and stuff. Yeah, there's not there's Ooh. you can't there's no sort of like moment where something's not happening. Yeah, yeah. So the beginning. Of, well, to answer your question as well, by the way, because this is a hot tip, because you probably picked up. I'm the nobody in this group. Don't be I'm the regular Joe. Okay, I'm the regular Joe in this. Group, Mine's the but. puppet master controlling us. <laughs> that's, that's it. But, that's but it. No, top, that's top tip for everyone. The, the main reason I know I got friends with Jed was through the whole Ash thing, but I knew that he had organized um, Ash 20, and I did the very simple thing at the end as I found him and said thank you. Mm. And, it, and that's when we stayed in contact straight yeah. after that. And the same with Mark. It's like I was loitering around. I was lucky enough to know people around there. And then Mark and I were just talking about Star Wars, weren't we? And that's when things changed from being, I'm here as a fan of Ash, to mm, yeah. let's just spend the whole evening talking about Star Wars. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Our, that's the three of our common denominator is we're all like massive Star Wars fans. Yeah, I remember yeah. one time after, after I think this was pre, just pre-Cantina uh, um, 2016, I remember being in a bar. This is after you played a gig, and me, me and you, Mark, we were just going back and forth with with Force Awakens theories uh, all oh, night. Yeah. This must happen. Like this has got to happen. They've got to do this. They've got. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of like ever since. With like uh, we we play into it as well because on the night, like Mark says. There's a narrative that runs through the whole thing. Um, in 2016, the narrative, and you get the Star Wars crawl on the big screens as well. And um, come on, it, yeah. yeah, in 2016, yeah. it was Ash have gone missing. <laughs> Ash have gone missing. So throughout the night, you get updates on like <laughs> what's happening with with the Star Wars crawl as well. People were so invested in that they would like they literally they were at the bar getting the Star Wars themed cocktails with blue milk and all that, and. Um, as soon as you hear the music, Dan! they would run to a screen just to see what happens next. Cause it, it was like <laughs> the next part of like a serial. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so we, we are also playing into that much more this time as well. Yeah. And we are, um, yeah. And we're going to integrate special guests and mm. music's incredible. And there's DJs mm. and there's mm. special guests, eh? Special mm. guests. That sounds a bit saucy. <laughs> uh, I, uh, any anyone you can mention right now or uh well, is it all kept under wraps for there's the some that we we ourselves might not even know about because of the nature of it until the very day oh wow, yeah. wow. So there's people there's people who are going to be let's just say in the area mm. who might get that little yeah. sort of sky thing across from 
Oh yeah, yeah. Emirates, yeah. Emirates cable car, mate. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. No, I love it's that. Not, it's not Emirates anymore. It's changed since I put the advert up. It's now it's... some iCloud thing. iCloud cable. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite the same ringtone. <laughs> right. I, I want to ask you guys. Right, because London 2016 was um, my first Star Wars celebration. It was Man ah. Boy's first Star Wars celebration, um, and we we adored it. Absolutely adored it. Um, but I think since then like our awareness of celebrations has just gone up and up and up and and you know what i think that's the case for most of the world most of the geekdom they've all kind of, they're all aware of what this event is it's kind of become the creme de la creme of pop culture conventions right it's up yeah. there with san diego and new york comic con so on so forth 2016 was a big deal 2023 this is going to be a bigger deal. I think it's it's a given. They've got so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we've done shows ourselves just on what we think is going to be announced. It's already like completely sold out, right? Even that they brought out new tickets yes. the other day. They went like that. I think there's a few Monday tickets. That's about it. It's a big, big, big deal. How is your event, right, going to appeal to people who've never been to a celebration before right they might be listening to this and they'll be like well hang on we're talking about 2016 i've never even been to a celebration yeah. or this is like what just walk them through walk them through what to expect and why they should why they it's should gonna, be super excited for this it's going to be the greatest star wars party that has ever <laughs> actually happened and, yeah, man. Be, and there's also going to be Photo ops and social media moments that you, if you're not there, you're going to see them on other people's Instagrams or whatever. And yeah. you're going to be so wildly jealous that you're going to kill yourself for not going. Yes, <laughs> mate. Yes. You've got to get and, in. And that is why so, it's all about. Absolutely. So I think, I think there's a couple of things that, cause I, I'm the celebration freak on this. So I've been mm. to all of them since Essen. Yeah. Wow. Um, and actually something you guys probably don't know. So I've gone, I went to Anaheim for the force awakens one, which to me had the, was when it really exploded. Um, mm. cause mm. you know, Star Wars is its peak. You know, the Chewie we're home trailer. I was in the room for that. It's like mad. Okay. Then it, it clearly went to a next level there. Then, mm. it, then it was London, which is where I came back and said, we've got to do something because things yeah. are really cranking up. And we did Cantina one and it was great. Yeah. Then it went to Orlando, where you had the 40th anniversary with John Williams uh, appearing and all that stuff. And it was like a next level, but it actually was too small. That was the first time Celebration was too small for its following. Uh, it's one of the reasons why they got rid of overnight queuing, because you can only get so many yeah, people yeah. into a room. And it was like, it was dangerous, right, to put it bluntly. I, I queued up to get into that panel. I, I joined at eight o'clock at night the night before. After previously saying to one of my friends, I'd never queue overnight for anything. And I got a text went, you want me for this? So I did. I don't regret it at all. But eight o'clock at night, and I only just got into that room. So you can imagine how many people didn't. Then it went to Anaheim after the, uh, oh, no, then Chicago. Chicago Mm -hmm. had the size, and it was brilliant. It was great. And at the end of the Star Wars saga, I helped organize the um, costumers bash at Chicago Science Museum. And that bash was on another level. That was superb. And that's where Blues Harvest played. And then last but not least, and I am getting to a point in this, I did the <laughs> uh, I did the Anaheim where I was lucky enough, and this is a bit you probably don't know, I was actually stage manager on the main stage. So you didn't know that. No. So after seeing John Williams at Celebration in Orlando, I had the pleasure of watching him rehearse for an hour 
before he did the oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Indiana Jones tune. I was with you. Right. And suddenly, Harrison. suddenly, yeah. this, this episode's taken a bit of a turnbull. <laughs> you know what? Um, everyone else, you can leave. Um, we're just going to focus on... <laughs> right, let's just change. change. Nah. But the thing, about the, the, the thing about the going to the cantina and everything we do, because I know you guys are, have announced you're doing something, mm. the thing about the convention that still is it finishes, and then what do you do? Yeah, because right. you're buzzing. Right. You've just seen all this stuff. You've just seen John Williams earlier that day. You want to be hanging out with your friends. Yeah, most of them you'll probably have made at that convention. You want to have events that you can go to and say, "Did that just happen? Did we just see this?" Or I, this happened to me. I bumped into Dave Filoni while walking from A to B, or whatever. Don't. You want to have all those little moments that you've got a place yeah. you can go and share it with people who will just sit there and go, "That's amazing." Yeah. Rather than going to work on Monday, going, oh, I bumped into Dave Floney, and they'll go, huh? Who? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Is, is yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. The, the other thing is, like, you, you like, like mine says, you're all amped up. You, yeah. You leave the Excel looking for what to do next. And you've got that, that kind of uh, dark, dingy pub to go to. <laughs> which is the Fox. Yeah, at Fox, whatever it's called. Well, oh, it's, some, it's, there's some rogues in there, Jed. There's some rogues <laughs> in that Fox. <laughs> I've met some very people in there. I mean, it's it's fine if you want to go for a quick drink. I don't don't want to spend all night there. Um, And then and then it's a wasteland because it's the Docklands. But you know, Mm. just just get on that Emirates, well, whatever it's called, iCloud, iCloud. uh, thing now. Go across to the Excel. It's right there. It's right there, and you'll have the experience of your life. Unless you went on that intergalactic cruiser thing that Martin went on and spent a million a million dollars or however much it cost. Yeah, sold my house, but it was a good, great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We know we know you've been on it, you lucky boy. The shell cruiser. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's on it's on discount now already, but um, uh, it is. They, sure. they needed to go back again, Martin, a few times. Um, yeah, with an event this big, with an event this big, because like Lukey Boy said, and like we've all alluded to, celebration it's a big deal. It's getting bigger and bigger each year. It's twenty ca- hashtag Cantina twenty sixteen big success. Twenty twenty three is going to be bigger. What are the challenges that you face or you faced in getting this one off the ground? Was it? I know you said this time you know what you know what you're doing this time, but Surely it wasn't a walk in the park. And um, how excited are you? Or sad to see the final performance of our boy Darth Elvis. Uh, well, I think I think the biggest challenge with all of this, and the reason why things have got near but not quite, is this is all done. You know, we we don't do this for a living. This is not a sort of big production company where we're doing this day and day. Yeah, you know, Mark does some of this for a living. In fairness, and Jed does similar things, but in a different world. But this is all about doing it because we want to do it so therefore everything falls down to things lining up and everyone being available at the same time um and doing a professional job but not doing it in a kind of like here's a huge stack of cash uh therefore we're paying for you to do this it's kind of done through a, a mix of making sure people are doing what they do for a living but also they're mainly doing it because they want to do it rather than contractually obliged Mm. yeah i always the trick I, I I always think you can tell when it's a passion project. Yeah, do you yes. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. this already feels like that a little bit, yeah. you know. And I can see like we've we've met a few of you guys. We met we met Darth Elvis. Um, yeah. oh. 
went for a curry with him the day we met. He loves a curry. The day we met him, we went, come on, mate. We went, come on, let's go for a cheeky curry. Went for a curry. Newbold was there. It was a beautiful occasion. I mean, say no more. Newbold. Newbold. Did you say no more? Did you get a sausage roll down him? That's the important We did the first one. Yeah. Excellent. Well done. We did the first yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. We, we accosted him and made it force fed him a sausage roll. For those who don't know, there is context to that. We will get back <laughs> to that. But um, yeah, it, it does feel like a passion project, doesn't it, mate? You can feel uh, whether it's yeah. tonight, uh, seeing the social posts or just just a general vibe around it. It just feels mm. like something. I said the other week on our main show that I I'm not going to celebration to buy T-shirts or buy, you know, big fortune yeah. mugs. I want to go and take pictures with That's my a mates. a good mug. It oh, is yeah. a wicked mug. Um, <laughs> I want to take pictures of my friends, uh, to have cool videos, cool moments, go to the after parties, go to the... I want to enjoy the moment. And it sounds like from what you're saying, Cantina 2023, Cantina 2 is going to be able to give me that. And that's what I'm excited mm. for most is just having a great time with like-minded people, getting to hear some yeah. awesome bands, some great music, have some cocktails. That's what excites me the most. And we can tell how passionate yeah. you guys are about it. One of the one of the things that we haven't hit on is that there there have been some sort of like you know after convention events, but they all are generally closed. They're they're very much intergroup yeah. events yeah, where they're not open only. to the public. While this one, and the first cantina, and this one, they're they're open to anyone. So there's no sort of like clickiness or you know mm. uh, you have to know someone to, to know someone to get in the door kind of thing. Love that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so it's open to everyone because, like, again, Star Wars is for everyone. It isn't just yeah. for the people who are like super, super, super into it. You, you've definitely got those people, and we cater for those people. But we also want to cater for new people that that maybe want to learn a bit more about Star Wars and and experience the world. And and some cynical people might think of Celebration as basically one big shop. <laughs> you know, it's a big shop, basically, yeah. with with cool panels. But ultimately, it's loads of things trying to sell you stuff. Yeah, Can- Cantina, we are there to give you stuff. We're there to give you entertainment and an amazing night. And again, you just want to just be with your mates and just just watch mm-hmm. good music. And and that's the thing. This isn't just uh, uh, this is good music. Like uh, like. I mean, I know I'm very biased. All of us here are very biased, but Ash are an incredible live band. Yeah. Like, he's sold yeah. millions of records, just, like, soundtracked a lot of our uh, lives. And yeah. there they are, doing Star Wars stuff. Like, what more could you ask for? <laughs> it's perfect, isn't it? It's perfect. And it's it's the perfect excuse for a get-together of all yeah. sorts yeah. of people, Ash fans, Star Wars geeks, casual fans. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I love that mentality going into this, Jed. Um, yeah. And what what would you say to someone who is, you know, you know, this is their first Star Wars celebration? You know, they've not been able to go to the States or to any previous ones. They might be thinking, you know, I don't know if this is this is for me, like because I'm sold, I'm mm. sold. But like, <laughs> what what is it that sets Cantina aside from you know the Fox Pub or something? I, you know, I know there's the obvious about the the awesome live music and stuff, but what what really makes it magical? I, I can definitely take one of this, having done all the stuff, and then Mark, I'm sure you'll chime in. So. I like to say I've been involved in helping out with the entertainment at the big legendary bashes that happen in America for the 501st and the costuming group. Yeah. Mm. The irony is we're sort of turning the model upside down because the deal with that is they sell tickets to all the costumers. And then if there's any left, 
Joe Public can go. And the reality with the ones in America is they got so big that they were doing events that are about the size of Cantina, and most of it was full of the public. Now, right. the one that's happening in London, uh, quite rightly, they're doing a you know a great evening, but it's sold out to the costume as well. It's a much uh, more condensed event. We're kind of taking that party atmosphere that you get in the American ones, and I'm sure you've seen, if you've not been, you've seen the footage of you know, Darth Elvis performing oh, yeah. the bands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've seen all of that. <laughs> well, you, you only get that scale by doing it by that size. Yeah, you know, you, you can't do it on a hundred, two hundred people, seven hundred people. You you get you get great evening, but to do it on that scale, you have to have the people come through the door. Mm. And we've kind of taken that and said, well, uh, the good news is we're not affiliated to anything, so it's doors open to everyone. Yeah, but we know how to yeah. put on a good party. Good what answer. You were going to say. <laughs> I was going to say it's not the way you, the way I treat it. It's not just like a regular one of our own headline shows we sort of like a, we look at it more like a sort of like a festival appearance because it's not just you know it's not just playing the, to our own you know our own hardcore fans or whatever mm-hmm. it is more of a general i mean we're playing to a lot of like last time we played to a bunch of people who were at celebration who probably didn't really know who we were and that, and that was also good that was also good not to just be playing to the converted mm-hmm. and it's essentially canteen is essentially a it's a actual Star Wars music festival, if that makes any sense. Because you've yeah, got yeah. Blues Harvest, you've got yeah. Darth Elvis, you've got yeah. ourselves, and we're doing you know a very sort of like Star Wars centric set list because there's a lot of songs that we've got that have been used in sort of soundtracks and used yes. Star Wars samples and stuff, and and there's a few covers, and it's it's not just the regular set list that we play at a regular show. And then there's also we've got DJ Elliot who. You know, plays on the main, plays in the celebration the itself. Leroy, who is you know playing at all the Comic Con conventions, and then there's also a special VIP after show which we're, we're throwing yeah. with hmm. Atomic Blonde, who she also plays at Celebration. So yeah, she's one of the stages. When you add it all together, it is like a mini music festival. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it is. And that, that's the tip of the iceberg, by the way. Like, yeah. there's there's stuff going on <laughs> all the time. Like stuff like if we, even if we told you what we were doing no. right now, you wouldn't believe it until you saw it with your own eyes. Jed, Jed, come on, drop it, <laughs> mate. Come like, on, guys. I can tell. I can tell. He wants four to... walls and everyone's ears. Come on. <laughs> so, so you, this is this wouldn't is believe weird, it. Honestly, this is the weird thing about our marketing. We only say what's locked down. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So enough. if you look. Yeah. yeah, because what we don't want is people to turn up with expectations and then yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. happen and it's like, oh, I bought my ticket. Yeah, I was no, expecting course, yeah, to see yeah. George Lucas on the kazoo. Yeah. And it didn't where's, happen, where's Natalie you know? Portman? I was yeah, like, exactly. where is Natalie Portman? Portman? Yeah. 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 People turn up but, with, with high expectations and then blow them away with what they don't expect. Yeah. That's it. So when something's announced, that means unless something fundamentally changes, you, know, you can't yeah. can't help illness, you can't help stuff like that. But right. unless something yeah. fundamentally changes, then that means it's happening. So I know, and, and of course, what we're doing is talking to a number of people. Like I'm going to spare Mark and Jed's blushes, but they're pretty well connected. Mm-hmm. Um, there's conversations we that can. sort of blow your mind. They're even happening, let alone the fact that it looks like they could happen. Mate, and then this is exciting enough it, for me to yeah. sit here listening, <laughs> and, we, and, uh, and it's not even there yet. I mean, just hearing what Mark yeah. was saying. So I was about to say, um, Ash, since uh, since their conception, have there's been a Star Wars undercurrent throughout the band, obviously. You mentioned you've been on soundtracks for uh, obviously Star Wars Republic Commando for the aptly titled Clones. Your, your first, your, your debut album, nineteen seventy-seven. G. Um, you got Tie Fighter sounds. You got a choral 
uh, Star Wars theme in there, dark side, light side tracks. You've got the Cantina cover. It's, you know, you guys are, we, we can just tell through your music, your Star Wars heads. Uh, I enjoy yeah, it. Also- I enjoy Ash. And um, I got, uh, this is going to sound cliche, but I really do like the song Shining Light. I listen to that quite a lot. Uh-huh. I was going to say, you know, what are your plans? What's the band's plans for Cantina 2? But you've now said, obviously, you're going to be incorporating more of a Star Wars theme. Just how big of fans are um, are the other members of the band? Um, well, I think I'm on a different level. The other two are more sort of like <laughs> normal Star Wars fans, and then I'm on another level. But um, he's, one, he's one of us. Uh, he's, got yeah. oh, he's got the yeah. sickness. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of pl- my I'm plugged into sort of like Star Wars YouTube on a daily basis, so it's like you know, <laughs> yeah. and, all, and all the drama involved with that world. But yeah, and, and one of the things that we we did years ago was we had Ian McGregor um, narrate a live tour movie which we made which we actually didn't it was around the 1977 album which was like 95 96 yeah and he did a he did a voiceover to narrate the, the tour movie which really never was properly released so it's 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 very few people have seen it and uh so we got to know him whenever on the day that he did the voiceovers and he uh we met him in soho in london and mm. he was just like oh by the way we're just I knew he was. I knew he was in the Phantom Menace because I was following it on message boards and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and he sort of said, "Oh, we're, it's the wrap party for the Phantom Menace in two days' time. Do you want to play at it?" And we were like, uh, "Okay." How many ways so can we, I say yes? So we just, we just <laughs> dropped everything and, and went to Leaveston, and they actually built us a stage inside the feed hangar. So we had like the M1 fighters like around us and stuff, oh. and it was all the cast and crew <laughs> there. I mean, it was like George was there. It was um, everyone. Um, oh, and, uh, okay. So yeah, I remember we played the Cantina band music, and it was it's a really complicated, hard song to play. Mm. And I remember us like cramming it before that because we didn't want to we didn't want to try to play it and screw it up in front of George. <laughs> but <laughs> so we did that, and uh, we pulled it off, and every got everyone gives a big cheer or whatever. So that was good. But so we'll be obviously we revisiting that. But it was that was like you know that was cool to have met you and. You know, so who knows what could happen? Who knows? Okay, He'll well, turn up to the cantina. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, tell him about, because um, you, you can trail this one, you're probably going to be playing clones, aren't you? Oh, of course, yeah. Actually, yeah. Well, well, that's one of the songs that, because we had him, um, um, Charlotte was in, in the band with us for like nine years, and but that was, a, that was quite a while ago that she... Um, Went off to pursue his whole career, so we haven't been. And clones is like this, like song, which is two. It's basically a two guitar, two guitar song. There's a lot of overlapping guitars and stuff. So yeah. we didn't, we didn't play it for like well, well over a decade, like a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And then we just recently sort of like thought, do you want to play it? Should we just play it in, in rehearsals? And it sounded really good as we, yeah. as it's free patient. We thought. We've just not been playing this for so long, and we should have because it's like if you look on Spotify and stuff, it's one of the top songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be back doing that, and we I think we've got some. We actually have some locked in special guests to come on stage and play someone who I would consider a Star Wars person. Oh, <laughs> might play that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Someone, someone who's someone who's I would say is in content. Yeah, oh, yeah. fully integrated into the Star Wars universe. Mark, oh. you are a tease. You, you lot, you I'm lot are such teases. 
Yeah. Is, is definitely someone. So the person that's locked in is definitely someone who, if you go to Star Wars Celebration and you know what you're talking about, you'll mm. see them and go, no. The average person will walk past them in the street. But from a Star Wars viewpoint, you're oh, amazing. That's oh, that makes it even that's better. That's royalty right there. That makes it <laughs> better. <laughs> ideas, fair, do you think that's a fair description? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, I think it, we've got we've actually got a we've got a street deer on that one that we can announce it on, but until then we can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like in Ooh. like when Ash played 2016, they 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 put on a Star Wars performance on stage then as well. Like yeah. Mark had his daughter Scarlet doing lightsaber um, fight, a lightsaber fight, like in, oh. in the kind of breakdown during uh, Kung Fu. Kung Fu, Kung Fu. Yeah, and it was all it was awesome. Choreographed. Yeah. It was one of my fight. favorite moments because it became like cause it sums up the evening. So Scarlet came on. You had a choreographed fight. You were dressed as Kylo, weren't you, Mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. And, um, at one point, you yeah. did a force push to to to, um, to Scarlet, and she fell down, and the whole audience went. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark's just there going, Ugh! and then she got up and took his she head off. A, no, she did a force <laughs> choker. I think she did a force choke or something. And then she did the cross savers and yeah. sliced your head off, Wait. and the whole crowd goes. Yeah. <laughs> incredible we do, they do love incredible. a bit of violence don't we us star wars fans yeah. yeah we do we love it who don't love it everyone loves it the kids love it listen right so we got we got we got some other acts you mentioned them earlier mark um blues harvest um again let's pretend like people you know haven't heard of any, any of this this is all new to them um blues harvest what is so awesome about blues harvest Ooh. Do I go for a Martin? Blues yeah. Bolt. Go they've it. got they've they've got like a set list which is sort of like based around geekdom and like sort of like all the movies we'd love throughout the eighties and early nineties and stuff. And yeah. it's kind of hard hard to describe. Like a lot of songs, which are maybe songs that you would know, like like a Huey Lewis and the New Song, yeah, pop from culture, Back to the Future, yeah. like pop like pop culture, Comic Con, yeah. a lot of stuff that is pulling from a lot of different. Um, I guess what's the word? franchises that we yeah. all love kind of thing yeah, yeah if you, so do, you don't if know you if you're going to hear the gremlin soundtrack or like back to the future yeah. or what yeah attack of the clones who knows yeah <laughs> who knows i was gonna say like how, how how i kind of try and explain it to people is just simply like just just wait and see because like you you'll just think okay this is just a band like doing covers that is not it at all like no. like on 2016, I my mate, I invited my mate Ben to come to uh, to Cantina, and he's a misery. He's just a miserable guy. He's just miserable all the time. He's 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 the most. He's the most like anything you say, be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like he's just miserable. And then so I invited him, and like two songs into Blues Harvest, I looked over at him. He was dancing away, going crazy, and he was like, "He's amazing." Yeah. And like, if if he can melt Ben's heart, you can like, I, yeah. I, I can melt anyone's heart. They are just one of the most entertaining bands you'll ever see. Just, uh, yeah, just and seriously talented. And there's a yeah. there's a Star Wars link in there straight away. Well, quite often they do some specific mm. Star Wars mm. sort of. I don't want to say parodies because that's cheapening it. You know, so they mm. they do like songs with Star Wars homages. Yeah, homages. Mm. And, and yeah. Nick Brockenshire, the lead singer and lead guitarist, or one of the singers and lead guitarists of Blues Harvest. He's um, does Star Wars Adventures. He's a, a comic book artist. Um, oh wow! Uh, yeah, he's like a serious player. He does it all with Kevin. Uh, yeah, wow. Kevin Scott. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you've seen like the, uh, I think they did the Max Rebo 
Star Wars Adventures. I don't know if you remember that one. That's Nick. That's all Nick's art. Um, what a guy. So you've got a genuine, again, Star Wars link there that you're seeing the, the band that he fronts. Well, you've probably read his comics if you're into that. Yeah, get to the I'm... after party, get him drunk, and then find out yes. some spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we, we're, try, we're trying to do that with you guys, but we just haven't got the booze to do it to you. But, um, <laughs> which, we, look, yet. We're, yet. We're try, yet, exactly, yet. Um, yeah, no, but I, lo- I love a cheek, uh, a clever play on name and Blues Harvest is... It's, it's simple but effective. It's a prize to be sure, yeah. but a welcome one. Yeah. Um, what are your hopes and, and for this? And, and they have done a song. This is their biggest claim to fame because I think this is genuinely impressive. They did a song called, um, I think it was Tatooine Sunset instead of Waterloo Sunset. Yeah, Tatooine. Oh, I love the kids. Which, which yeah. Mark Hamill retweeted saying this is one of the greatest bits of music I've heard or something like but that. But he loves, Brilliant. he loves, um, I think he's made of Dave Davis, isn't he, yep. from the Kings? He, he is, yeah. he loves I went to see him, into Mark Hamill with Ray Davis, he's a big fan. But he, That's it. Yeah, re- retweeted their stuff and was like saying, you know, this is sublime, I think he said. You get the Hamill seal of approval. It's a to get Hamill's attention. He gets enough messages each yeah. week, each day, doesn't he, from uh, rabid fans, so for him to retweet yes. something like that is... Is pretty yeah. sweet, but yeah. What what are your hopes then for this show? We've said it before. You you you've excited us. You've teased all of this stuff, and you've said you're going bigger. But you know, come the end of it, when you when you're sitting in the chairs at the end of the night, hammered, sweaty, but happy. What do you hope to have achieved at the end of all this? Well, that's all. It's all the whole plan is to get these people who are going to be at the Excel, get them over, get them drunk yep. at the after show, and um, get them to spill the beans on what's going to be. You know, absolutely. For me, it's all about spoilers. I love them. Yeah, honestly, we love that. <laughs> so, for me, I want, which, you know, it's going to be hard to replicate, but we're going to go for it. Mm. I genuinely haven't heard anyone who went to the first cantina say anything negative. Um, and we live in a world where it's quite easy to say that. Um, yeah. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not sort of kidding myself. I'm, you know, there was 1,200 people at that one. And, you know, I'm sure there were some people who didn't have the best night life. But fundamentally, most people have said, reached out to us and said that was incredible to the mm. point now i think jed and i in particular probably know every one of them in some way shape or form because yeah. they've all reached out <laughs> to us in some way uh, which is wonderful if we can replicate that magic and just have an evening yeah. where everyone's going that was great yeah <laughs> and that's kind of all i want is that was great I, I i what i want out of it is the as adults, we we do not really ever have that sense of wonder we has had as a child. You know, when you you go to the zoo and an elephant will just go, will just make you just blow your mind that you've seen this moving elephant, or yeah. you know, when you first watch Star Wars, for instance, and like you just like I didn't think I, I, this is a window to another world. That's yeah. what I want. I want that sense of wonder for like adults. I know they'll be a bit so, so that'll be good. That'll help a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, I just want people to leave there with their mouths like open and their their camera rolls full of amazing pictures of the stuff they've seen. You're selling it and tell their friends, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, with this is a one off, but you know, if people want it and it, like we'll we'll do it again. Um, so yeah, that's why I want this to p- potentially be repeatable. Uh, but if not, just everyone to have the most amazing time this side of uh, the galaxy. Yeah, Ooh. and say so, I'm just jumping on Jed's point there was the the phone full of photos i want people who didn't go to be like reaching out to me going oh i can't believe you did that and i'd be like i told you you should have been there told you you should have been there 
There's When's the next no. one? There probably won't be a next there one. Maybe they will. Be. Who knows? Who knows? Well, one one of the things, though, isn't it? <laughs> one of the things that you won't see again, and it's happened at the first one, and you know, probably you might Darth Elvis. Again. Darth Elvis. Right. So my favourite memory of the first one, um, God, Jed and, Jed and the Mark have heard this so many times, was a bit like um, Jed's friend who was quite hard to impress. Mm. One of... <laughs> my friends brought a friend who didn't know what he was going to, right? So he, he just basically wanted to see Ash, and he kind of liked Star Wars. I walked past him during the Darth Elvis set whilst um, Darth Elvis was playing Akbar. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> – yes, have, you, have you heard the Akbar song? <laughs> yeah. and have, have you seen the video of Cantina where they've got Admiral Akbar on stage rocking out? No, I haven't to, seen that. To Akbar, right? So you've got an Admiral Akbar rocking out to Akbar, and Brilliant. I walked past this guy, and he's literally his jaw was on the ground, right, like <laughs> like that. And I went up to him, went, Andy, are you all right? And he just went, my brain isn't believing what my eyes are telling it, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was the best, <laughs> best reaction. Yeah, you got to you got to top this. You got to top it. We will, we will, we will. Yeah. Well, don't forget, it's it, it's Darth Elvis's last ever live. Yeah performance mm. so we obviously have to plan yeah. for that yes star wars celebration like we said at the start it is a huge deal um and i feel like when when it was announced matty boy and i we've been podcasting together since when is it matty boy 2018 five years right? now i think yeah yeah 2018 yeah. and when it was announced we felt like we were partly i don't know like responsible for people having a good time. There was something about Ooh. it. We were like, yeah. no, nah, mate, this is, this is London. This is like, this we is want to help lead the Brit invasion. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, and, and we want, we want to make sure there's a good time. And that's in part why we're doing like our little bash yeah. on the Saturday. We're just giving people options. Right. Yes. Um, and, and mate, I, I think I may, I am an optimist, right? So I'm going to caveat this by saying I am an optimist. Could Star Wars Celebration Europe 2023 London be maybe one of the best Star Wars celebrations ever. Could, could it be that? And will Cantina play into that? Cantina 2 play into that? <laughs> will it? I hope so. I, I think I think it's got the potential because the good news is we don't, we don't really know what's going to be announced at actual celebration, but there's yeah. a whole heap yeah there's a whole heap of opportunity there isn't there it's not yeah it's not like there's an empty slate <laughs> going I mean, exactly. this is the first time yeah. in history this much star wars content's been out there at the same yes. time and it is keeps on growing so it's not like you're having a panel for something that that's already happened you're having panels for stuff that's to come and i think that's so interesting just just we live in a universe where, like, you know, we've discussed it like, before, guys, but, it, like, we, we grew up in a time when there was, it was barren. It was barren mm. for the new Star Wars. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd have, yeah. To, have to get it wherever you can in the novels and stuff. But now we live in a time where you can't walk five paces without seeing something Star Wars. Just, yeah. it's, it's incredible. And, um, yeah, this is going to be the amalgamation of all the Star Wars content. For the, for the first time ever, this much Star Wars content in the same place at the same time. So, yeah, I think this will definitely be the, the best celebration ever. Um, until the next one, maybe. Because I think Good it'll lad. just get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Then it'll be are. Wembley Stadium are. next time. Well, it's like Cantina yeah, 3 at Wembley Stadium would be filth. Let's do it. Come on. Because hey, <laughs> it's too far away from the venue, because that's key to what we do. Yeah, it would have to be the O2 Arena. No, they'll, they'll do it <laughs> so in Wembley. Fine. They'll do it in Wembley. <laughs> so, look, guys, one, one of the things you say about, you know, is celebration going to be one of the greatest... Um, they don't choose where and when they do it by accident. So you don't, 
And yeah, Ashley, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a proper backstage story about the announcement of it being in London? Yeah, of course, of okay, course. So this is one, one. This is one I can say, right? So you know, normally at the end of celebration, they come out and say, "And the next one is," and it's wherever yeah. it is, except mm-hmm. for the one in Orlando where they didn't know where it was going to be, and they said, "We'll <laughs> tell you soon," right? Didn't say anything. So you can imagine this is a hugely closely guarded secret. There was hardly anyone knew anything. I, I didn't officially know but I'd seen the scripts for what was going to be said, and I guessed, okay? So I'm in a production meeting, and they're saying Martin, about how one to... One second, Martin. Yep. Nobody knows that you were, what, you were in this role? Oh, no, I said so. I was a stage manager in... Uh, yeah, I said that earlier. So, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so, um, yeah, so nobody knows. This is good. Like, literally, you're not allowed to talk about it. You've signed mm-hmm. NDAs, quite rightly. Yeah. And, of course, that's been booked for ages and Disney, I bet. So... I was backstage and we were getting close to the announcement. And basically all it was going to be was the stage host showing the sizzle reel. There was a bit of like, hasn't celebration been great? And by the way, the next one's going to be in London. Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you've got all this talent here uh, and the production manager, uh, Lindsay, who's great. So we've got all this talent here. It feels like a bit of a wasted opportunity. So I went through a list of all the guests and worked out which ones were British. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. and then I said, well, you know, Rupert friends here. Right. And mm-hmm. then uh, literally about an hour before the, or no, two hours before the announcement, we got the message, Rupert Friend's going to do the announcement. Right. Oh. So that's a cool thing to be involved in, except they brought him an hour early. <laughs> so he turns up right. <laughs> and says, I'm, re- I'm ready to do this thing, whatever it is. I went, that's great, but there's still a panel going on. Uh, to do this, you're literally going to have to wait an hour and a half because this is the end of the final panel. And you can imagine him and his agent didn't look too impressed by that, because he's supposed to be signing. Right, yeah. okay. Um, but he was perfectly polite, really great. Then this was the great moment. He just said, I just out of interest, what is it I'm doing? <laughs> and, I, and I said, you're announcing where the next celebration is. And he went, but why me? I went, and I had to really quietly go, because it's in London. Yeah. Yes. Pretend I didn't know, because it's in London. And he just went, oh, Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> See you in an hour and a half. That's it. So he was magnificent. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So they know long in advance what the next one is. And it will all be scheduled around what they want to announce when. Amazing. So, so they're not going to chance into this going, oh, I wonder what we're going to do to fill four days. No, Where do you think plenty. the next going to be, uh, mine? Sorry? Where do you what? think the next celebration is going to be? Don't know. Orlando. It'd have I think it'll be going back to America. Yeah, well, I think it'll definitely be America because they, yeah. yeah, that's the the heart of it, really. Um, it could be Chicago, it could be Orlando, it could be Anaheim, I, it could be someone we've not been before. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, maybe. Yeah, I went to I went to the one in I went to the one in Indianapolis years ago. Years mm. that was around Revenge of Seth. That was massive. Mm. Yeah, Seth. Mm. Yes, well, when that would people be a come good one. to. When people come to the Cantina Two, they're all hyped up, mm. they're all jazzed, ready for some blue milk. What, what, do, what would you guys want them to be talking about? If you could hear one thing announced at celebration, one star, one star, what it could be a film, animated show, a new series. What are you guys hoping? Like one thing you want them to announce? I want I'm doing a Star Wars movie. That would be good <laughs> if, that, if that was announced. That I was either writing or directing or both uh, a Star Wars thing. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. I'm up for that. <laughs> One day. 
<laughs> I think that I think that the Ahsoka show is going to spin off into other so other shows. Mm-hmm. Like I think we're going to see. I think it'll be. I think Thrawn's going to be around for a number of years. I think they're not. It's not going to be like a baddie for one season and gone. I think mm-hmm. they're going to milk him for a while. Probably, you know, it'll all end up in a movie of some sort. Um, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to see because I was really big fan of Rebels show. So I kind of want to see more of yep. those. All those characters, and I think the Soka show is kind of like the extension of Rebels, but yeah, I think it'll be f- mostly focused on Soka. But then I want, I would like to see live action spin off out of that with like you know Ezra or more, or even just like Thrawn and Chespius and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff they could do. They could do, they could do stuff with Callus, you know, now he's become like a rebel and Callus and Zeb, or they could be like space, they could be the Rangers of the New Republic, you know. Buddy yeah. cops, and for me, buddy, buddy, buddy cops. Yeah, exactly. Zab yeah. and Carlos. My, mine's not dissimilar, but mine's to me it's a, a slam dunk, and it's only a matter of time until we get it. It's going to be a Star Wars Disney Plus series that's very much like Columbo, <laughs> um, and it'll be Constable Zuvio, obviously, as the, <laughs> the, the main, get him back somehow. Yeah, you'll see the crime and then Zuvio comes in and pieces it all <laughs> Just together. Just one more thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, mate. Yes, um, mate. But Mark, I thought, I thought you'd want that, the Vespa gang to have their own spinoff. I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From Baby Fett. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Everyone's yeah. favorite. Does anyone know yeah. anyone who liked that crap? Sorry. I, I, I almost said something. <laughs> worse, but I, but I remembered. I remembered it's a family show. I think tolerate <laughs> is the word. We know people who tolerate it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's just quickly discuss it. Like, can you, who, okay, in the concept art, it doesn't look that bad. I mean, the concept of the Vespas and the Beggar Gang or in the mods isn't that it's bad funny. a concept. It's just that the execution was so bad. It looked like a cheap episode nope. of Buffy. And it was like, what? <laughs> who did these costumes? It was like 50, it was like bargain bin Star Wars. It was terrible. <laughs> Uh, you, Jamal, and then you the, mod, said, and the, the mods itself, the actual chase was like laughable. I mean, everyone's like, I watched it laughing. Mark, is, um, you just said a word that I think is vital. You just said a word that is vital. And it is a word that we use so often on our podcast um, that we have a sound that happens every time we say it. Um, yes, Mark, you just said execution yeah this happens this happens and we have a drink right mm. ah because it's got to the point yeah where people it's listen to a drinking show, game do they yeah. even do drinking games right they'll be like right take a sip if they say mate take two shots if it's an execution I, you know i've done that it again you said it again we'll do another one we'll do another one but anyway, you can see how this goes, that's, yeah. Because yeah. the idea of it, the idea of it isn't bad. It's not yeah. bad. Listen, I think we just did um, last week's main show, or a few weeks ago, the main show on uh, Boba Fett, right? One year later. I think there's a lot to love in that show, but there's also some decisions that are like, what what, what were these? What are they thinking? Yeah. What were they doing? That was my, my biggest... My biggest my, I enjoyed quite a bit of Boba Fett, but then... I'll say hated parts of it. Um, like mm. my biggest, mm. my biggest thing was like it was just really inconsistent. You had certain episodes yeah. which were like almost cinematic, like really episode two and the one Bryce did, and, and number six. They were like top tier. Yeah. And then you've got like 
unfortunately, I don't, don't like to have to say it, but Rodri- Rodriguez's episodes were just not that good. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Spot on. We th- we thought the same. But listen, listen. We could we could sit we could sit and talk about Boba Fett and well, or man. Can, oh, no, can, we, so let me set Mark off again because I think it's too important. Hey, Mark, how do they keep those vespers clean? Yeah. Well, this is another thing. Think about the logic about what in the actual story, right? They actually the, the mods say that they're skint. They don't have jobs. They've got, they've got no money, and they're they're looking for what they're looking for work off Boba Fett. Yeah. So they can't afford to buy water to drink. Yet their their mod, the actual Vespa bikes or whatever they call them, are like perfectly shining. There's not a, not yeah. a bit of dust on them. Yeah, but <laughs> and but, they're wearing perfectly tailored tailored clothes that don't look. Listen, you know, nobody listen, on man. nobody on Tatooine who's been there for for longer than fifteen minutes has clothes that clean. Shiny shiny mods, yeah, shiny shiny <laughs> Vespas, yeah, okay, yeah, not great. But then <laughs> Boba Fett. Chasing a little rat droid around a kitchen, threatening him against the wall. I don't know that out. That that just sells it for me, mate. That's it. Um, <laughs> best, yeah. best ever. Listen, right. Let's. We, we've all had a laugh. We've had a chat about Skittle canteen Rangers, food. I call them Pe- the Skittle Rangers. Pe- people, people are hyped. People are loving it. Right. I, I just know it. I know people are hyped for this event. Right. I am. But let's let's get serious. Let's get a bit serious. Maybe let's yeah. play some music in the background that's going to be a bit as- atmospheric right mm-hmm. um let's have a real serious star warsy slash slash cantina 2 quiz yeah. <laughs> i don't think you guys are ready uh, do you think my boy do you think they're ready i don't know i don't think they're ready this is a, this is a quiz with a twist now you may have heard some of these questions before but we'd wager republic credits that you haven't question Lukey is boy. the background music ip or or is it <laughs> is, is it brand new yeah. music <laughs> uh jed um we're not 100 percent sure mate because we'll add it in post-production <laughs> all right okay <laughs> yeah. it'll be royalty free that's what it will be <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll make sure that, that one, but... that's something we have to think about at all times <laughs> yes well uh, right okay this one <laughs> right, boy, serious, sorry my serious, friend serious. please no 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 it's good it's fine right okay this one is for mark we're opening with mark Ooh. All right, yeah. are you ready, Mark? This is serious, you know. Let's go, heavy. This, this is this is going to be important for people coming to Cantina Two. Who would you rather turn up at Cantina Two? A shirtless, oiled-up Hayden Christensen, or Mark Newbold from Fanfatrax? <laughs> Come on, the agony of choice. Mm. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. She said. Oh, it's just difficult. It's genuinely um, it thinking about this. Mark sweating. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna, I mean, gonna, I'm gonna say the the the, the shining oiled up Christian Hayden Christensen because Mark Newell is gonna get find his way in anyway. Even you know, he's gonna <laughs> he'll, he'll even if we blacklisted him and told security that he's not allowed to be there. He'll he'll climb in the toilet window somewhere. Jedi, Jedi mind trick. Winning it? smile. Mark, Mark, <laughs> uh, do you disagree with that? Or I can uh, see you got your hand up. I got my hand up. Go on. I would wager that it would be Mark Newbold who oiled Hajan Christensen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that's that, right. is, that is that is correct. Right. Com- compromise an oiled an old oiled up Mark Newbold. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Newbold Newbold will be listening, thinking. 
What's go- what's going on? I'm just trying to enjoy Star Wars. <laughs> well, that on. is a good comp- that is a good compromise, Jade, because then everyone would yeah. see his Hayden Christensen tattoo. That's true. Mm. Yes. He's got a full he's got yeah. the, the full back part reach on the full back tattoo of Hayden. Oh, yeah. So can we stop new showing off his Hayden tattoo? I'm up for that. I'm down for that one. Good answer. This one next one is for Martin. I see you there. Here we go. Two opponents are battling to the death. Each opponent has a pot of Vaseline and a toothbrush. Now, the opponents are Darth Elvis and mm-hmm. David Attenborough. Who's winning? <laughs> and why? Oh. Well, Amber's got the experience yeah, over yeah. Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> He's often in those bushes. He's, he's, he's seen, seen some things, hasn't he? <laughs> so I, I think I think he, I think he'd get the early blows in. Yeah, but I but I think that Elvis has got the stamina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, seen him in action. Absolutely. So, so I I think ultimately Elvis would win. Darth Elvis would win, but Attenborough okay. would get some killer blows on to start with. Um, okay. It would be interesting to see the obituary, wouldn't it, about how Attenborough went. Yeah, <laughs> we just killed yeah. off a national treasure. Get killed off in a fight to the death. Was killed by Darth Elvis with a Vaseline up toothbrush. <laughs> it's how oh, anyone yeah. would want to go. In fairness, yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know if he's listening to this and incorporates this into his live act at Cantina too. If not, yeah, we doing that. The last Martin, time, Martin, no, this is not even a lie. We have seen where Darth Elvis can insert things. We have, we have. So, so yeah, there is there is a there is a subsection, isn't there, called Darth Cheeks? Yeah, it's yeah. one of his. It's one of his. Right. Yeah, let's leave it there. <laughs> so I actually think that he would be able to take the greased up toothbrush, toothbrush, yeah. and he he would be able to bounce yeah. back from that. It's like it's my normal weapon. It's my weapon of choice. It's my weapon of choice. I've got this. Just one. another Tuesday. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I think Attenborough's last memory would be. Yeah, it would be pinned down, and, El- and Darth Elvis would be just whispering in his ear, "Oh dang!" No, oh, yeah, dang. No. <laughs> you know, you know, talking about the dark cheeks, dark, dark cheeks, right? So like, yeah. so like, Darth Elvis would be like squatted over Edinburgh. Oh no! And the two, <laughs> two rush, you know, like an alien. Whenever the mouth comes out of the alien, or the, <laughs> the toothbrush would come out of Darth cheeks. Cheeks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eat Amber's face. I look forward to that we vision being you. in the final kind of <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, um, <laughs> what's next? This, look, look, you ask these questions. You've got no one else to blame for themselves. <laughs> I didn't ask it. Anyway, I'm here for this. Entirely sensible. The producers. The producers put this down. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I don't know. But listen. Listen, right, um, yeah. Jed. This yeah. is serious stuff, mate. Okay, it's almost too serious for me. <laughs> this is. And remember, we, we. I want you to keep in mind, okay, that this show is family friendly, <laughs> and that we don't talk politics. Okay, yeah. so this is a serious one. Okay. This is yeah. a serious one. Okay. Yubnub or victory celebration? Ooh. And why? Oh well, actually, at the first cantina, we uh, we did that. We did jump up. We did a little um, Darth Elvis did, didn't we? Yeah, a, a, a performance. Nice. So yeah. maybe just because I've seen that live and on stage at cantina, maybe that. Um, 
but yeah. Jed. Yeah, that wasn't as salacious. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's an easy one. Jed, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I mean, actually, Jed chose the wrong answer. So oh, I don't know why yeah. you guys are acting confident about that, because <laughs> victory celebration is clearly superior. It is to us Ooh. kids born in the 90s anyway. So, ah. yeah, there we go. We've had this conversation. You kids we born might, in the 90s. You know, us prequel yeah. kids coming in and ruining Star Wars. We love you it. Know, I could have... <laughs> could have had a real sort of like i could have had chip on my shoulder whenever they took the existing fat irish guy and replaced it with cgi jabba right for the special <laughs> yeah. editions yeah. but for me as the kid who you know went to the cinema and saw return of the jedi when i was like 83 what was that so like six um yub nub was like part of it was an yeah. essential part of star wars to me so i was like yeah. i was like about that George He's Lucas problem, loves it, it though, mate. Look, you I know? tell you, I, I'm so old. I'm still annoyed that George Lucas made Star Wars when he had the Adventures of Star Killer. Like, how can you ruin title, one that of original yeah. title? Yeah, that's how old I am. That's it. Journal of the Wills, mate. <laughs> Journal of the yes, Wills. Still, yeah. still a yeah. still a young boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Next question is for Mark, and again, this question comes with some criteria, which is essential to uh, setting up the question for you, Mark. The question is, who would win in a pod race? A shirtless, oiled-up Mark Newbold or Hayden Christensen? <laughs> he has to be shirtless and oiled-up Newbold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes Aero up dynamic, nothing, to do with it? nothing to do with the question. That's just How's a rule in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Newbold. Yeah. Newbold you know what? So who's Newbold's taller, right? So whenever he's, whenever he's in the pod oh. itself... He's gonna have like a, maybe like an extra like half a foot of like vision above what where Hayden mm. would be. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, a good point. So I would say he, he might have, but Hayden's got the force. So I don't know. <laughs> but Newbold is a bit of a tank, isn't he? It's a bit of a unit. Oh. So Newbold's got the that. yellow fan shirt. Newbold could crash, and his excess weight could actually help him continue to tumble. Forward. You have, so if, he, if he crashed, if he crashed, the, the, moment, oh. the momentum would be there to get him over the line. Whereas if uh, if yeah. Hayden crashed, he might he might sort of stop short him. of the way. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going for new balls. Let's just yeah. tell Newbold Mark. Not, just don't listen to this episode, no. mate. You know, just don't we listen you, to it. Yeah. All I'm saying is that, that Mark is a big, strong guy. He's yeah. a be- he's a beefcake, mate. He would he's have more. Beefcake. He would have more momentum if there was a if there was a wipeout. Like, and there's a lot of wipeouts on, on pod racing. Yeah, no, like, there is. That is true. Plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. There would definitely be a wipeout with Newbold because, in my mind, he would have the two big engines, and he'd be sort of it would be like on a surfboard, and he'd have the reins for the engines, and he would just <laughs> just being greased up going past the crowd. Like sort yeah. of posing, doing the muscle Shouting man pose. Wouldn't He's be paying attention boy. to where he was going. Yeah, and, and he he like, as, he goes, as he goes past the crowd, he like fling yeah. sausage rolls and steak bakes at people. That's and then hey. the unfortunate <laughs> that gets like, a face a, a steak bake to the face yeah. and it melts yeah. like hot gravy on their face. Yeah. yeah. He's like, like, like Ben Hurst. <laughs> yeah, like Ben Hurst on the yeah. chariot. Mm, big time. Yeah. Big time. Martin. Mm. Yeah, it's a serious one, mate. Um, Boss Nass has yes. asked you to open a stall at Star Wars Celebration to earn some more bunts for the Gungans, yeah? Mm. A bit more money. They need they need that cash injection. What stall are you going to have there? K, 
caveat, it can't be Star Wars related. Oh. Yeah, it's cheap. It would be. That's just an easy one. It would be. Yeah, it's really easy. If it's a Boss Nass one, then it would be Boss Nass themed um, air horns for cars. I see. That's Brian Blessed's voice. A cantina or celebration? We're going to celebrate unless it has an idea for some merch for cantina. But it would just be (laughs) Boss Nass. And you you would sit there and you'd push the button and you'd get the full on Brian Blessed (laughs) sort of thing. He's so pleased with this and all that stuff. It's a no brainer. We should just do it anyway. That's not a question, that's a suggestion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all right, mate. Masks. Yeah, that... No worries, mate. He'll um, just chuck us over a couple free tickets to Cantina and we'll call it quits on... Uh... <laughs> That's yeah? it. Deal done. done. Deal done. Done, done mate. Oh, that was easy, then. A boss yeah. ass car horn. That would be brilliant, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, it's... I mean, yeah, you guys yeah. are going to be minted from that, mate. You're going to be absolutely minted. Just a blessed car horn where you could just... Ex- you could just, like, switch it to these different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, for live. Genius. I wonder I'm if they're going to be brave enough to book... book but blessed for canti- uh, for celebration. Oh, he he does do other conventions, that would, so the... he is hoping. Yeah, but <laughs> have you seen him at any other conventions? Then we'd have to get him for cantina as well. Yeah. We'd have to get him for yeah. cantina. It's a good point. So it's get a family-friendly show, but... so I can't. I won't tell you any of the stories I've heard about Blessed in uh, photo shoots and stuff. But <laughs> yikes! <it's>, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure he's quite on event, brand mate. for celebration. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the Swiftly. one on stage then playing yeah. with us. Um, right, Jed, my friend. The, the last yep. question was last question was was a toughie, but this one appeals more to to the gut, to your taste buds. Let's see what kind of connoisseur okay. of cuisine yeah. you are, Jed. Ooh. Pork tacos or Kowakian <laughs> monkey lizard curry? Please explain which one you'd have. It's so mm. funny you mention that actually, because uh, oh, no, I'm joking. Um, well, definitely, <laughs> if you come into Cantina, if we manage to do all the things that we want to do, I think uh, the pork tacos would uh, would go down a treat. Uh, but mine's not agreeing with me as a, as a as a co planner. Yeah, you've not you, mine. You've not lived if you've not had a quacky and monkey lizard curry. <laughs> Mm. It's like that's a staple diet for most people. She in London. Oh, oh, I mean. little pork. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's my pork, so she's not here to hear that. It's definitely <laughs> difficult to get uh, uh, monkey lizards in, in London for, for a decent price. But pork's on the other hand, ten and penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Ten and penny, exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. There we go, pork Solid. tacos, mate. Lukey boy, who's next on the right, last block? round? Last round, last round, guys. Uh, Mark, 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 Mark. Um, <laughs> Ash. Ash, um, it's the Clone Wars, and it's not going good, mate. It's not going good <laughs> at all. Um, your your planet is under attack. Do you think they suspect an attack? They do. Um, in fact, <laughs> one of them's died. Which member of Ash dies from a Clone Wars casualty first, and why? <laughs> um, this actually sounds like the crawl that we had uh, in front <laughs> of Cantina. <laughs> I'm going to say... Um, probably myself, just because I'm pretty easiest to replace. Oh, oh no, 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 no way! I mean, I mean, no. There's a certain, there's this very certain skill set to be the drummer. It's not, you know, it's, drummers are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Tim's a singer, and he's got incredible guitar skills, and I'm just winging it. 
So, no. 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 You should have said maybe, Charlotte. You know, maybe you need <laughs> to <laughs> add. Maybe you need to add, mate. Add to your talents and maybe like dabble in the jazz flute or something. You know, <laughs> that could work. Maybe. Would it <laughs> save you from the Clone Wars? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I could have the point to say something about planned flutes, and I probably shouldn't. No, no. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what, what's that phrase again? <laughs> Moving on. Move along. Yeah. Um, the last question. Last question for you, Martin. Um, I haven't Ooh. mentioned, but you, like Jed, you have a great beard. Your question, Martin, is <laughs> this: and look, with celebrations coming home, you know, we're leading mm-hmm. the British charge. We all are. But this is going to nail it for us. We want to. We want to see your credentials. Greg's curry or fish and chips what's coming out on top of that culinary battle Greg's curry or fish and chips I'm knocking fish and chips out straight away because it's it's too much of a cliche and as we all it's like there's time for it but I did today I had fish and chips today you filthy lad love it but you see now now we're into a dilemma because curry is a nice evening meal Mm. Greg's is at any time Mm. <laughs> and, and maybe even an all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd we'd go along with that. We'd say that as well. <laughs> yeah, we so, would. So you can only pick so one. You're looking at two different. Right. Yeah. Imagine if you come in Star Wars Celebration, London, for the first time. You know, what are you going to tell someone to go grab? You know, yeah. what, what's uh, it going to be, mate? Yeah, it's easy. Well, it's easy for two reasons, Mark. It's definitely a Greg's. It's a Greg's sausage roll. Then you're prepared oh. if you bump into New Bold. If he's looking, if he's looking hangry, you can suddenly go. There you go, my friend, and then suddenly you get the nice mark back again. Got he's time. figured it out, <laughs> yeah. Matt. He's figured yeah. it out, mate. I, I would actually go as far to say as everyone at celebration should have a Greg sausage roll with them for their own personal safety. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be checking yeah. as you come in as well for crumbs yeah. around your beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And, and, and you know, beers. if you're buying, if you're buying a Greg sausage roll, pick up a vegan one as well because you just don't yeah. know who you're going to bump into. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, it's true. Good point. Nice and nicer as well. Yeah, not bad actually. Go for the four for the price of three option. That's oh, what yeah. you should do. Good value. But they're not warm. Big time. Does, it, I, I does anyone you. actually? Does it? Oh right. So you go for the warm. See, is that, is that go do you pay warm, like a warm tax by doing it that way? No, no, no. no, well, no, no. You, you kind of run the risk. If you go on the grass, you don't know if you're going to get hot or cold. That's just the way it is. Exactly. Yeah, you run the risk. Just the way it is. Paying for it. Good question. So we're going for Greg's. We're going Greg's. We're going, we're going Greg's going for your own Greg's. personal safety in case you make you bold. <laughs> yeah. If he's greased up and he starts approaching oh. and he's looking angry, whip out the Greg's sausage roll. Yeah, and slap it, it around his face. Is, soon calm down. Yeah. Slap it around Watch his face times and like, you know, yeah. keep him at bay. Keep him at yes. bay. Yeah. Like, last one, last one, Jed. Okay. Come on, you've got to bring it home, mate. Yeah. You've got to bring it home. Make, make it a controversial one. Ima- imagine oh. it's the Phantom Menace, okay? Ooh. And at the beginning of The Phantom Menace, we see for the first time a very, very cheeky force dash. Okay. A hundred meter force dash. Mm -hmm. Darth Elvis or Martin, who's going to win? Oh, wow, (laughs) wow. Who's having it? Okay, and it's not. Okay, is Martin wearing any type of costume? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I mean, maybe uh, Padme attacking the clones number. Okay. You lucky people. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> yeah. he, mm. Geonosis. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> just from would, the back and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I would nice. say there, there's a there's a reason why Darth Elvis is 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 finishing soon. I think he's coming. He's uh, 
Maybe he's, <laughs> I've heard a rumor that he's tired. Maybe, maybe, maybe now, maybe now Martin can take over. Who, who knows? So I reckon, I reckon Martin is fresh faced, and uh, he uh, he will he'll be Dark Elvis. Hey, I, I think. Look yeah. At, yeah. Just because Dark Elvis is retiring, you know, so like you know, that's a solid answer, Jed. Ma- Martin is, is 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 full of gumption. He'll uh, end control, so I think he'll he'll do it. <laughs> So Solid. If you asked Newbold this, he wouldn't yeah. have hesitated and he would have said me. Why? And the reason for this <laughs> is... Because he's done was, it. Yeah, we was at New York Comic Con and we got off the bus where, from where we were staying. You know, the, the glamour of the life, we were getting on a bus to go into New York <laughs> every day. And we got off the bus and I left a bag on the bus. Ooh. And I ran and caught up with the bus at the next stop. <laughs> oh, and, he's, and he said, afterwards he said, I didn't know you were even capable of running, let alone going at that speed. I almost, I, I almost had a heart attack, but yeah, when I was motivated, I was like, Newbold with the burn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that, that confirms it. Yeah. That confirms well done, Mike. We've we go. got like the Star Wars Mo Farah with us right now. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. That just reminded me, that just reminded me of whenever you and Newbold were in New York and you came to yeah. toy shopping in Jersey City. That was amazing. You ran then. I did wrong. Yeah, if you get to right, if you this was uh, Force Friday, and all the stuff came out in Target, we we thought we were hardcore fans. As soon as the door opened at Target, Mark was gone, like literally ran. Because <laughs> I, I, I I've been on a toy hunt with Mark with Mark before. Yeah, I know what these scalpers are like. There was other people running. I was going. I had to. If you don't run, you're not going to get. Yeah, yeah, good lads. Well done, mate. Well done. (laughs) Gentlemen, tonight has been phenomenal. Um, It's been a good laugh. Real good laugh. Nice getting to know you guys. If people want to get tickets for Cantina 2, where's the best place to go? And what what are the prices? Are there different type of tickets? What's the deal? Go on, Martin. Okay, so, right. You can get them from the website, which is www.thisiscantina.com. Mm. Or you can go to the Indigo uh, website, which is axs.com, um, and search for Cantina, and it'll go through there. Uh, standard tickets are £36 plus the fees that the venue put on. We have no control over that. Or mm-hmm. the VIP ticket, which is uh, like the sleeping giantness, is uh, £99 plus fees. And for the VIP, you get an enamel badge, you get a lanyard, you get the lovely seats that are at the front of the balcony area, a Ooh. private bar, nice. a VIP entrance, which is just for you guys that go through there. And as we've just announced this week, there's going to be an after show like every good band have where we go into the VIP bar and, quote, stay open till the last person wants to go. And that's being nice. DJed by Atomic Blonde. So, there. so that's yeah. quite a step up in price, but you get a lot for that money. Yeah. And there'll uh, be all kinds of shenanigans going on uh, in there. Yeah, because you'll be up close with any guests we have on that day. For instance, yeah, Elle will be in this bar, so you'll have prime access to uh, to everyone. Amazing! Yeah. And you get to be Martin as well. Awesome. So, uh, I mean, unless I'm running, unless I'm running, <laughs> Martin, well, Martin, Jordan, Martin owns me a hug. Anyway, yeah. Martin owns me a hug. You know, owes me a beer, <laughs> but Martin. But we'll, we'll yeah. make sure that we link to all of those places. You can buy tickets in the in the show description yeah. and in the show notes as well. Uh, and we'll we'll post about it on our stories. We'll, we'll put get it on. Yeah, well. we'll put it, it on. Sounds incredible. Yeah, 
and there is it genuinely there is sounds to, like a fun time there is more to come out as well so we we've got a very weird marketing campaign where we keep a secret what you're actually going to get but everything we've said so far That's is fun. kind of like already locked in yeah it's cool we don't think it's a bad deal but there's more to come it's yeah. a, it's a, it's That's really a good you guys you guys have done a great job. You guys have done a really yes. good job at getting well people hyped. And, and I think intrigued. I think intrigued. Mm. So we're yeah. super excited to see you guys there. Listen, like you can, you, listeners, you can come and cuddle Matt Hudson if you come. Do you know what I mean? Co-host extraordinaire. Yeah. Like you can yeah. come get yeah. a cuddle with him. That's what, what I'm doing. That's, yeah, good. Yeah. That's the that's only what, reason we're putting this thing on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know it. <laughs> thank you, guys. You know it. <laughs> Don't worry about the bands and all that. Come, come for me. Yeah. <laughs> What's we that? Come on. <laughs> and there's Boys. also, you know, also, there's also a slim chance you might get to see Martin whip out his sausage roll. Yeah. Oh. Bring me Greg's. Greg's. Get, get him a blue milk down him, and who knows? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we've, we've seen I've him. We've seen my... him on the dance floor. He's a. Uh, I'm yeah, always very conscious of new bold. Absolutely. Mm. I'm always conscious Newbold could turn that. So I've always got Greg's sausage roll on me. So uh, if keep someone one needs keep that, one in your pocket, have, keep one there. Absolutely. Like, like a lightsaber in your hilt. Keep and it I, right there. And but actually, guys, we haven't said, because this said. is important for you guys. This is important for you guys. We haven't said this. So at the after show, it's hosted by Fanta Tracks. But yes, we are sure. also encouraging guys like yourself to come along to the, to the after show. And then if your listeners want to meet up with you, I know you're having your own bash as well, which is absolutely good. But if they're there, then you get your VIP tickets and we'll make sure you're at the the VIP thing for people to, sorry, for the after show bash so that you can meet up with your people that they're. Oh, the perfect. Thing sounds incredible. So we're using so you guys are done. as the coordinator, but we want you, lots of fans. Or New Bold is, New Bold is the key to everything, but um, for you yeah. guys have done an awesome job. Like Lukey said, coordinating all of this from 2016, seven years later, bigger, it's going to be better. We know it is. We've, we're hyped mm. for it. You've, you've, you've done such a great job of explaining it and getting that excitement up. We can't wait for, we can't wait for celebration, but Cantina 2 looks like it's going to top it off with one hell of a bash. So thank you so much for coming on to talk about it tonight, to have some fun, talk Star Wars and indulge in that game we've just played. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. And just remember, the day after Cantina is a bank holiday Monday, bank yeah. holiday Monday, so everyone can get absolutely hammered. Yeah, here you go. But drink responsibly, kids. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> if if you want to, if you want to just have a Ribena, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah? So, absolutely. Know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Thank you so much for coming along, guys. Uh, may the force be with you. And this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> See, Jed gets it. You can all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the way. Hey, oh, this no. is the way. There we go. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs>